Hi, and welcome to the research room, a space to make research by the people for the people. And today we have another episode of Falsifiable Fridays, where I will be talking about sleep. And so this is very, um, I think, related to the idea of memory, which is what I covered last month. Um, but very different as well, right? There's so much that goes on with sleep. And I probably don't have to really tell you about the importance of sleep. Um, you've probably heard it over and over again. Um, I, I do want to get into a lot of the reasons for why it's important and all the different things that are happening and like how just, I think maybe to even just appreciate like how complex of a um, thing <laughs> that we do every single night um, or hopefully every single night. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you probably already know that um, with less sleep um, and also with oversleep, right? Uh, it's not just about less sleep. Yes, less sleep um, predicts a lot of things, but also more sleep uh, when you are sleeping too much. Um, that also predicts uh, not so great things about your health. Um, but you can imagine already um, all the things that I might say that you will have like worse concentration, right? Um, or you might get into accidents more often. Um, you literally might not even just want to show up to things <laughs> and like important things. Uh, that, those important things might include like maybe school for you or maybe that's a work. Um, you just kind of stop showing up uh, when you don't have enough sleep. Um, you might also want to... Um, note that uh without sleep i mean on the ex absolute extreme end right that um i mean you you would die uh, without sleep it is an absolute necessary function for us as humans um we have to get sleep so if you don't do that you, um, you die if you're sleep deprived for long enough <laughs> but then other things right so other things um because it ha you have like lapses and like judgment and things like that um you might also end up um unfortunately, and dying from an accident, right? Um, you just might make a silly error of some sort. And that's unfortunately going to cost your life because you just weren't paying enough attention, you weren't concentrating enough. Um, there's also things of like, uh, like diseases that um, you could develop, or you're more likely to develop um, heart disease, um, high blood pressure, obesity, um, diabetes, um, having strokes, depression, like the, the list kind of just goes on and on, right? It affects so many functions uh, of our um, just everyday lives. And so uh, it's important, <laughs> right? Um, if you also think about like just the word insomnia, I, I want to like maybe if you want, if you want to learn a new word, I can teach you a new word, um, or at least uh, maybe you know this word. Maybe maybe you're just smarter than me. But um, if you think of the word insomnia, uh, the root of that word, som, som, um, and uh, that is actually uh, for the word um, somnolescent or somnolescence. Um, so if you hear that word, if you want to ever use that word, that just means that I mean you're, you're like sleepy, you're drowsy, um, things like that. So um, <clears throat> you can't get rid of that sleepiness, that drowsiness. Um, you're a, uh, you, you don't have the ability, insomnia, right? Um, uh, so if you if you think about that um, and you want to use it, cool. Um, there's also like tests uh, for seeing if you are um, getting like the sleep that you need. Um, what does that mean, right? Because um, I mean, sleep isn't just sleep, right? Uh, there's so many things that go on with it. Um, 
Um, those tests are called um, polysomnographs. Um, you get hooked up with a whole bunch of wires and stuff, and you um, just um, you're monitored um, what's happening in your in your brain, and um, also like the other like things that are happening. Was like your your eyes. Um, are they doing what they need to be doing? Is your breathing um, happening the way it's supposed to be happening? Things like that. So um, every night, uh, the hope is to be able to get um, four to six cycles of sleep. So sleep happens in a cycle um, through stages. Um, so you'll start at stage one, you'll go to stage two, three, and you uh, then go down to stage four. Um, stage four is a very um, special one. It, it kind of deviates from the... the normal pattern from stages one, two, and three. Um, and you also can divide these up into um, two different like main sections. One main section is non-rapid eye movement sleep, and then the other is rapid eye movement sleep. That rapid eye movement is that last stage of the fourth stage, and then one, two, and three, those are all non-rapid eye movement. Um, and that's literally because uh, your eyes are like, rapidly moving um it's it's very descriptive and very um you don't have to guess at that um but uh, typically you might think of like when you're sleeping that like just your your bodily movements are like slowing down and things like that um which is true for stages one two and three um but then for stage four things actually start to increase um some parts not all parts um but let me just like go through some of these these um these examples. So as you're going from one, two, and three down to four, um, and I mean, just to complete this thought, that um, you also go back to stage one. So you go from stage four to stage three, to stage two to stage one. Um, it doesn't always happen so like perfectly and cleanly, uh, but you you do typically go through that and that whole thing takes about 90 minutes um, just to go through one cycle like i said before um usually as an adult um every night you'll be getting four to six um, cycles of sleep if you are sleeping the recommended seven and a half to eight hours um each uh stage of sleep also like is a little bit different um it it um they last uh, different amounts of time. There's different functions that happen throughout. Um, so stage one, I mean, it's relatively quick, um, just uh, maybe five, 10, 20 minutes. Um, you go down to stage two, that's about maybe 20, 30 minutes. Stage three might be a little bit longer. Um, and then uh, with stage four, actually, um, that ends up being not as long. Um, that ends up being maybe just about 10 minutes or so you're kind of in in and out and then you move on back to stage three two and one um there's maybe about like probably close to like 30 things that happen um in your body every single night um, as you are um sleeping but um I'm not going to say all of them. <laughs> that's, that's too much uh, to say. But I will say some of the things uh, just so that you know, so that you are aware. And so um, some of these things include, um, like, I mean, you are probably already very aware of the idea that, like, I mean, your your posture starts to, like, slump. If you're, like, trying to sit up, um, like, you, your, your muscles just aren't quite as, like, strong. Um, so your posture starts to, like, give way. <laughs> you're less mobile. Um, you also will not react to, like, the, the things that might, like, normally stimulate you. So, like, I mean, literally just, like, um, being able to, like, feel someone, like, 
touch you or something like that. Um, you're not necessarily going to be as aware um, when um, you are going into that first stage of sleep and throughout the night as well um, as you go deeper and deeper into sleep. So um, there is that um, that happens. Um, then um, your brain is literally like doing things, right? So it's literally, um, it's slowing down usually um, for the most part, um, how fast it's being active, right? So the way it's sending signals um, across your brain, um, it's doing it in slightly different ways and that, that will show up in different like patterns of waves if you um, are hooked up to that polysomnograph. Um, that happens through the first three stages. And then for the fourth stage, yeah, that increases a lot. <laughs> um, it is the most active. It is even potentially more active than uh, when you are awake. Um, it is, it's doing a lot of things. Um, and honestly, I would say we don't really know entirely what is happening then. You're asleep, you can't, <laughs> I can't say anything about that. You can only kind of guess as what's happening. Um, but of course, a lot of that does deal with like things of um, just like the repair uh, of things, but also um, the idea that it's trying to consolidate everything that's happened uh, in your memory. Uh, what's important, what's not important, and what makes it to the long-term memory, what doesn't quite make it. And so, um, yeah, that, that's what's happening there as far as like brainwave stuff. Um, your parasympathetic nervous system um, and also your sympathetic nervous system. So your sympathetic nervous system is all about this idea of like being active and like doing things and moving and, and um, it's, it's that kind of stuff. Um, parasympathetic is to calm things down, um, rest, uh, not move, things like that. So um, parasympathetic um, nervous system, that um, in, ends up increasing um, as far as like activity levels go, um, which means that your actual activity levels are decreasing. Um, and uh, your sympathetic uh, nervous system, that ends up um, decreasing. So you're not as likely to like move around and like things like that, right? Um, when it goes into um, uh, the rapid eye movement, so REM, um, when that happens, that actually, like, it's not so clear um, for some people. Uh, and for some people, some of the time, it might end up decreasing. And for some people, it might end up increasing. Um, you can think of like, maybe if you're having a bad dream or something, maybe your sympathetic nervous system is actually like increasing. You might actually like be fearful um, of something that's happening. Maybe you have to be active in your, um, in your dream for whatever reason. <laughs> and also most dreams happen in rapid eye movement um, in that time. Um, I, it's like 80% of dreams tend to happen then, about 20% happen um, in the other stages. Um, and you're also just more likely to remember the ones that are in rapid eye movement. Um, so that happens, right? <clears throat> um, this whole idea of like the shifting of a parasympathetic and sympathetic um, activation. Um, your blood pressure tends to go down. Um, just kind of naturally, it, it goes down. Um, I mean, your heart's also um, acting in, in different ways. Um, so it might, it typically, um, through stages one, two, and three, it's going to slow down. Um, but then um, it's also going to speed up sometimes. Uh, and that's going to happen particularly, again, in REM, um, that um, it's not necessarily going to be like this pattern uh, that you can you know about. Um, because in stages one, two, and three, it is very patterned. It's going to slow down, um, and it's going to get slower and slower as you um, go deeper and deeper into sleep. But 
when it comes to REM, um, that doesn't necessarily happen again. If sympathetic nervous system is, is being more active, then your heart is also going to be more active. Um, you're trying to get blood into all these different parts of your body. Um, what else happens? So um, breathing. Um, you literally will um, breathe less. Um, you're taking in, not only are you taking in less like oxygen and stuff, but like, I'm just literally like, you're not inhaling as much, you're not um, exhaling as much. So that means there's also less uh, oxygen going into the system. There's less um, carbon dioxide that's being produced. Cool. Um, that also changes <laughs> in REM. Um, sometimes you'll be breathing faster, sometimes you'll breathe slower. Um, Again, I don't think people necessarily know why exactly this happens, um, but it does. Um, there's going to be less tension um, in your airways, and especially in your upper airways. So uh, in your throat, um, the beginning part of like your lungs, all of that is very much trying to like relax. And um, that's also why like the, the breathing stuff happens, right? That you're not taking in as much um, air and stuff like that. Like your, your muscles are literally just like not as active um, in that part of your body. Um, and that, that goes more and more um, throughout um, your, your sleep cycle. <clears throat> um, same for eyes. Um, you, you don't have as much like control over your eyes. You don't necessarily, um, it's harder to open them. It's hard to close them completely. Um, it's kind of just on its own <laughs> uh, there. Um, it's also harder to swallow for this reason that you know, since you're, again, your muscles just aren't um, as active not as uh, under your control. Um, it's harder to swallow anything. Things can definitely get stuck um, in, in your like windpipe that's why like sleep apnea and stuff like that is like so dangerous that's because you don't have control um over um your your system <laughs> uh, of breathing here um there's gonna be less blood that goes to the brain so literally just like less blood blood <laughs> is going uh, up there and i mean that also makes sense that like i mean if it's less active you don't necessarily need as much blood you don't need as much oxygen and stuff that's being carried there um so that happens, but then again, the switch occurs when it comes to REM that um, more blood uh, is there and that's because it's more active. Um, you don't get to control your body uh, temperature quite as well um, for the most part, uh, but um, you, you're not producing as much heat um, when you are getting deeper and deeper into these uh, layers of sleep. So again, like this, this list goes on and on as far as like what happens, there's so many things that are happening. And it's such a like complex thing, right? Like it's kind of amazing to see like how well everything kind of just comes together. <laughs> and it does this fairly seamlessly throughout the night, every single night. You don't ever have to think about it. You don't ever have to like build this skill uh, other than like getting to sleep, of course. But like throughout the night, it kind of just takes over. Um, there's other things, of course, though, right? That surround this whole idea of sleep. So not just the idea of sleep itself, but also um, the quality of sleep that you might be getting. So when it comes to this, um, there's plenty of things that uh, might um, affect it. Things like immune function might even affect it, right? If you are trying to deal with other things in your body, um, that's going to affect the quality of your sleep. Yeah, that's also going to make you want to sleep more often. Um, so people that have like... Um, suppressed like immune systems, compromised immune systems, um, they tend to want to just sleep more often as well, right? 
um, their body is also probably expending more energy trying to fight other diseases and stuff um, that might be um, transmitted. And so that extra energy needs to come back <laughs> somehow. That's when you sleep, right? Um, so there's that kind of thing. There's also just other like kind of demographic things um, that, that occur. So like um, older people <laughs> tend to not have um, as good sleep. And there's like, there's a little bit of mixed findings on this, um, but um, in, in general, uh, that does kind of happen. There's also um, people that are biologically women um, that uh, also tends to um, get in the way um, for what, whatever reason, we don't, again, completely know, but that does tend to happen. Um, there's also, um, when it comes to education, to your socioeconomic status, <laughs> You tend to get more sleep. That's probably very like behavioral kind of stuff. Um, when it comes to stress, that's of course going to affect your sleep. There's also uh, depression. There's anxiety. And these other like um, factors um, that are going to, of course, like that's uh, the time that you also need the, the best sleep is also the time that like you're not necessarily going to get it because of these other like conditions that you're going through. Um, if you um, have any like drug abuse or any alcohol abuse. That's also very much going to get in the way here. Um, I mean, also like you can you can just kind of see like why, right? Like because sleep is affecting all these things. If you start to affect some of these other systems, that's going to in turn affect your sleep, and it's going to kind of just like loop. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, for better or worse, I guess. Um, uh, back uh, and it's going to affect your sleep, right? So. Um, anything <laughs> most anything that's going to happen I, of course like your body is still going to sleep you're still going to want it but like to be able to actually get there that's gonna be tough uh, because of these other things and then there's so much else right there's uh, all this other stuff about like how tired you are during the day and how that's going to affect sleep there's uh, the idea of insomnia again there's all the like kind of like weird movements that you might be having during uh, the nighttime that you don't really have any control over there's the inability to be able to sleep at whatever desired time that you want there's so many things <laughs> that happen um there are uh, sleepwalkers there's night terrors there's um there's bruxism, um, there's nocturnal leg cramps, um, there's these kinds of things, right? Um, and again, we don't necessarily know why <laughs> this stuff happens. They just do. Um, so I have some questions still. Um, this isn't necessarily like the normal kind of like research article, but um, I still have questions because the, although there's like definitely some answers to some of these things, like there's just not there's not enough for us to so confidently say like, oh, do this, this, and this, and you'll, you'll be fine. Um, there's so many other just like variables there that like you don't really have any control over. It. And so that's where it kind of comes into like your own head that like, oh, how does this affect me? Like, what do I know about myself? How do I, how do I, what do I know about my experiences? Like so get better sleep or like, why am I not getting good sleep or like things like that, right? Um, what works for you is not necessarily gonna work for other people. So here's some questions <laughs> that I have. Um, first is like, we don't know if there really is this optimal time for sleep and what that means um, generally or for the individual. Yes, we say seven and a half to eight hours, but also we don't really know that. <laughs> like um, we do know outside of like this general range, things start to go wrong. Again, that's very like person to person dependent. There is some generality there, but we don't really know. Um, 
there's also the other idea that like okay so you're getting that that amount of time you also don't necessarily have control over how much time you're in stage one versus stage two versus stage three and is there an optimal amount of time for each of those stages what if your body just decides i only want to be in REM for one minute versus 10 minutes um what does that do and does that affect everyone in the same kind of way probably not right probably also going to depend on how much stage three sleep did you get how much stage two sleep did you get all of that which again you also don't have control over <laughs> so like what is what is this idea of optimal um and how do we actually get it um does any of this even matter if you don't have control over it um and i, I don't know of any studies that actually look at like what might affect how much time you're, you're staying in each of the different stages and what might like make it more even and if we even want that evenness and like things like that um so there's that it's that whole idea to like kind of question it's not to say that like sleep isn't important <laughs> like that's just to say like what do we actually do knowing that sleep is so important so i guess a kind of like related question is does sleep and the lack of sleep or oversleeping actually cause and you can fill in the blank right that can go for most anything that you can think of because it probably has some role in it and yet it's not necessarily going to cause all these things and that's also going to be very person to person dependent for some people um, they they develop a physical illness let's say and that's going to affect their sleep for other people because they just weren't getting the good sleep that they were needing they develop a, a physical illness <laughs> It could just be something else that completely causes both of them to happen at the same time. Um, something like stress very much could cause a physical illness as well as um, not allow you to get this good like quality sleep that you need. So that kind of stuff happens um, all the time, right? And it's so hard to be able to ever say that sleep, yes, causes this because for some people it's really not. And for other people, it's a consequence rather than a cause. So all of that stuff is stuff to be thinking about. But I would say, if you're feeling that something is off, I think it's it's always kind of fair to like say, is it because of my sleep? Um, and I think that's also that's something that we don't necessarily like turn to, right? This idea that like sleep is going to really affect all these other things in our lives. Um, it does. It definitely does. Um, even something as simple as like how quickly you're going to like snap at somebody, right? Like um, if you're not getting the sleep that you need, you don't have the resources to also now like control yourself as you're having like these annoying conversations that day. And so what do you do about that, right? Um, get better sleep <laughs> um, and or at the very least question if you are getting good sleep maybe maybe there are other things right um but sleep helps sleep definitely helps um maybe you're going through other things um sleep is going to help clear up those other things and then get you to a place that you can like appropriately interact with other people um so that, there's that kind of thing the last question i'll say is um what what exactly even if all this is true right and it, i think it is right um that sleep has such an important role in, in so many parts of our lives what do we do right so i'll just i'll, I'll say one huge thing right that this whole idea that 
we typically sleep at night. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense because our brains are literally wired to be awake when the sun is out and to be asleep when the sun is not out. Um, that's something that has evolved in our brains um, over the years. So if that is the case, um, we also end up having other periods of tiredness throughout the day. Uh, and I mean, it's roughly mapped out as between 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. We're more, most likely to sleep, most likely to be tired. That also goes for 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. for whatever natural reason that happens. Um, should we be doing something about that? Should we be actually sleeping twice then? Should we be sleeping for two four-hour chunks rather than one eight-hour chunk? Is there any difference? Um, and I think people would like anecdotally say, yes, there is. But is there any actual research that shows that like one is better than the other? And for whom is it better? Is it just for everyone or is it just for certain people? Um, and I'm sure there's also like plenty of people that would be like very against <laughs> this idea, right? That you would have to like take a break during the middle of your day to have to sleep um, for four hours. You would have to change a lot of things in society <laughs> then. Um, and that gets into a lot of capitalistic economic mess of, of things that um, I'm not going to delve into here. But <clears throat> it is something to be thinking about um, if we actually care about our health, if we actually care about like what is optimal or not. What does that mean? Should we be taking naps? Should it be scheduled with our sleep, right? Should we always sleep at the exact same time and wake up at the exact same time, even if you're feeling tired? Should we just more listen to our bodies and be like, uh, and very naturally, like whatever time you sleep, you sleep, whatever time you wake up, you wake up. Um, there's that kind of stuff. There is also, um, like I said, uh, with naps, um, do, you, do you take that quick nap uh, or do you, do you just wait uh, to get that sleep later at night? How long do you take that nap? Um, there's a little bit out there uh, for sure, uh, which I'll, I'll share is that like you want to take shorter naps because you don't want to mess up your your night sleep, and also because of the the stuff about um, um, your sleep cycles and your, your stages, you have to figure out how long is it before I get into stage two? How long is it before I get into stage three? And that's gonna of course vary from time to time, but for the most part it's uh, going to be in some ballpark of like maybe it's always 10 minutes maybe it's always 15 minutes and so you want to stay in that stage one kind of sleep you don't want to go into that stage two and stage three unless you have the time and you know for a fact that you're going to be able to make like a full cycle um go go to round go back to stage three go back to stage two back to stage one um because when you wake up in the middle <laughs> of that cycle it is very hard to get up um, if you are in stage three um, in particular, that is very hard to get out of. Um, or in, if you're in the middle of REM, that's going to be very hard. Um, see, I mean, your body's going to feel a little weird <laughs> because of that, or you're just going to feel like kind of frustrated and tired. Um, so yeah, uh, that's some stuff when it comes to sleep. Um, there's also the idea that like, I mean, kids don't necessarily um do this all adults don't necessarily do this um it's only between this like adulthood kind of thing um that we decide to sleep mostly for um during the nighttime when you're a kid it's much more likely that you're going to have two different like sleep sessions when you're an older adult you're probably also going to have like two different sleep sessions um 
so why is this something that we decided is this something that's natural um what's actually happening here and what do we do about that i guess all of this kind of comes with the idea that like just because something has been a certain way doesn't mean it always has to be that way we can change things and we're allowed to um but it's an open question right now uh, for how we need to be changing this but I think at least thinking about it and questioning it is, is a good start. So um, that's it. That's it for today. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different things I'm going to talk about when it comes to sleep. Um, there's a lot to cover. Uh, so I'm going to be doing this for the rest of the month. Um, and uh, feel free to check out any of the other things that I've been making um, on the, the website, uh, roomforresearch.com. And then also on social media at Room for Research if you are interested. And until next time, I will see you then. Bye for now.